Hello everybody. Welcome to the SPRG chat room. We aim to use this platform to exchange ideas on current topics and trends. My name is Stephanie Braukmann and I'm the general manager of SPRG Malaysia and I'm your host for today's session. I'm very glad that I have with me here today Moryamin Mohamed, Chief Sustainability Officer of Petra Group. Petra Group is a technology-based conglomerate and it covers a wide range of sectors, sustainable technologies, infrastructure, food and beverage, media and entertainment, and that's just a few of their verticals. Our topic today is sustainability. Now that's something a lot of people talk about and many believe that all companies must embrace it. Yamin, maybe you could start by telling us a bit about why you think companies should embrace sustainability. Hello Stephanie, thanks for having me. Um, sustainability is really a new buzzword, but it has been around uh, for the longest time. If we're looking at um, you know, some of the oldest businesses, they have already incorporated sustainability in their businesses without calling it sustainability. But these days, sustainability is a much bigger idea. Um, I think one of the more sort of common understanding of sustainability is about the sustainability of resources and how we take care of our natural resources. And that's important. But um, business-wise, you know, it's important for uh, you know, big and small businesses to embrace sustainability these days because people really, really do care about um, our impact on the environment. We have seen, um, you know, all the pictures of, um, you know, wildlife being severely affected uh, by our rubbish. Um, we have seen how, um, you know, deforestation has devastated uh, natural habitat and so on. So it, it really is time for um, businesses to really take sustainability seriously in how they conduct their business. Mm -hmm. So the first thought everybody has is um, when they hear sustainability is environment, but as you said, sustainability is actually more. Um, and when we look at like uh, the UN Sustainable Development Goals, that covers so many areas. So um, can you elaborate a little bit on how your role as a Chief Sustainability Officer covers all of that? Well, I'm glad you brought up the uh, UN Sustainable Development Goals because the United Nations have done an amazing job in defining all the different areas that uh, you know sustainability could uh, you know sort of be uh, manifested. And um, you know, although businesses may not every business can sort of um, work towards achieving every one of those goals, but certainly uh, there's easily more than one that would apply to almost any business around the world. Um, in my role as the Chief Sustainability Officer uh, of uh, Petra Group, um, we're, we're at, you know, we, we have a lot of businesses that are, you know, um, you know, as you mentioned, we have a variety of businesses, but I think one of the areas that have the biggest impact on the environment in terms of using of resources is uh, the manufacturing side, uh, which is uh, Petra Modular. And Petra Modular has done um, quite a bit of work in terms of, um, you know, sort of measuring sort of the baseline um, 
and sort of uh, uh, use of resources and and so on, and tracking that and making sure that they understand uh, first of all uh, what is the impact on the environment, what is the CO two emissions, for example. There are lots of uh, numbers that uh, that will help us to understand that. But also, more importantly, is actually um, so taking the 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 approach or having the right attitude about knowing that we have an impact on the environment and constantly trying to reduce it in whatever ways we can. So for everybody, it is a learning curve. Um, uh, it's a sort of an open-minded uh, learning approach that we, we are looking at sustainability and we're constantly discovering new ways of uh, being more sustainable, but also applying new technologies that could actually help us, uh, you know, save more on resources or do things more efficiently and so on. Mm -hmm. So you're saying it's a learning curve and it, it, it's not like everybody is getting it right or doing it completely. Um, when we look um, uh, yeah, from our consultancy perspective, when we look at our clients, we have a lot of very big clients. When we look at their, at their approach, it seems like they have a lot of experience already and they have a lot of resources that they can put to it and so it's it's easier for us to support them uh, on their journey um, but um, there are other companies especially SMEs they they probably ask themselves how should I start how do you begin to establish sustainable practices and and how do you develop a sustainability policy and culture in your organization now I know you do have some experience with that uh, in the SME space maybe you could um, tell us about your experience yeah um, yes yeah, so the in the SMEs I think you're right I mean SMEs generally do struggle a little bit when it comes to having extra resources in you know what might seem to be um, optional to uh, to the bottom line but in this day and age you know sustainability is not optional anymore it's, it's a real competitive edge so it's, it's really quite important for SMEs to take sustainability seriously and to do that you know the first thing to remember is that you've got to have focus you've got to have management support management the top management must realize that sustainability is critical and you've got to put a at least one person in charge of sustainability, making sure that that's full-time focus on a thing, uh, on uh, you know whatever uh, sustainability measures you're taking. And secondly, um, it can be intimidating, but start small, start somewhere, and um, you know constantly improve. And I think that's the thing that's um, that that's important to remember because it can be quite intimidating, it can be overwhelming, but there are a lot of resources around uh, that. Um, you know, help any company to to make a difference. And just now you mentioned the United Nations uh, Sustainability Development Goals, and the United Nations have an amazing website that helps uh, almost anyone who wants to do anything in terms of sustainability to uh, you know to start. So so that's a that's a great place. Um, lastly, and I just want to repeat that it's uh, my point earlier is uh, that you know keep an open mind um, and make just be sort of positive and sort of uh, be open to learn new things every day because it is an evolving topic um, and maybe there are some big companies that got it down pat but I think most people are still learning about sustainability and, and that's not a bad thing. I think that, that learning journey is quite a good thing for, for everybody to get on.
Yeah. Um, if I understand you correctly, your, your experience with this SME was with a company that already was in the sustainable space. It, it was a recycling business, right? So from, from that side, probably they had, a, they had already a very big um, uh, passion for sustainability. But uh, can you perhaps give us a little bit of um, like, uh, concrete like, examples? What was it that made it um, that, that you had to do there to turn the whole company into a sustainable business or what kind of challenges did you face or what did they actually do to get everybody on board? Like some, some concrete examples. Yeah, so the company that I was working for was a plastic recycling company. So you could argue that, hey, the whole business is sustainable. But at the end, when I first joined, it was essentially a manufacturing uh, company. They basically converted one form of material into another. And they didn't really think about, um, you know, the business as a form of, uh, you know, sustainable business. But to make it sustainable, it was also about... Um, telling number one you know the product is uh, was easy to for us to market as a sustainable product because it's a recycled product so that 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 was not too difficult but more i think more importantly the some of the changes that we made were um looking at a whole business internally and making sure that our practices were sustainable and that included uh, making sure that the um, all the employees um, had a voice in terms of how the uh, the manufacturing uh, facility was being managed, um, that the uh, um, our migrant workers were uh, treated well and had um, you know all the all the, the the resources that they needed to um, uh, to do their job properly, um, you know, and um, it, and and having put in place all the necessary uh, measures, we actually invited auditors to come in and tell us whether we're on the right track for everything. And this was a huge, huge step for the company because as an SME, they're not really used to opening up the factory to uh, such scrutiny. But it was important that we went through that process because it, it was something that we could really learn from to get the feedback from auditors and to tell us okay this is great or this is not and what you can do to improve um, is such a huge step in uh, you know making that journey towards uh, being a truly sustainable um, business so I think that was uh, that's really important one of the one of the auditors or one of the standards that we were audited against is called um, CDEX and um, that is uh, a, a standard that was developed in the UK it's been around for a while. I think a lot of big companies already apply it. Uh, a lot of smaller companies uh, tend not to pay too much attention to it. But it really is a very, very comprehensive um, um, sort of set of standards and um, not easy for small companies to follow. But uh, we made sure that we went through that path anyway. And, um, and I'm very proud to say that the, the, um, the company is uh, doing very well. So yeah, that's uh, that's a. Uh, I hope that's a good example for you. Yeah, that's a good example to show that um, also small and medium-sized companies can actually do it and can be even um, certified afterwards. Um, and I think that will also help them to communicate with their uh, stakeholders afterwards. What would be your advice to companies of a similar size who are looking to start their sustainable journey? Where to start? What would be the first step? I think. 
appointing a sustainability manager would be the first step, actually. As I said, it needs focus. And um, it's not something that you can do sort of 10% of your time or, you know, 15% of your time. Sustainability is... I think has evolved from what we used to refer to as a CSR, you know, and um, corporate social responsibility. And then, and this is much bigger than that. And it, it covers every, you know, everything that we touch and um, everyone that we, we come uh, into contact as well. So, you know, having a, a person to fully focus on sustainability is a great start. Um, and that person will then need to be able to to acquire the knowledge, um, you know, and, and understand the business and understand how uh, the business has impact on the environment, on our stakeholders, on vendors, on customers, and so on, and be able to sort of report back to management and say what are the changes that mean they need to be done or what are the positive uh, activities that need to be reinforced within a company. And uh, that takes a lot of work. That takes a lot of focus. So I think to, a good start would be to have uh, a person at least uh, to focus on sustainability. Yeah, that would, would have been my next question, actually, because that role, I also usually see in client organizations that are bigger. Um, I haven't found that role among some of our smaller clients. So, um, and that's what makes it perhaps difficult for them, because then either they give that uh, job <laughs> to um, maybe even their corporate communications department to take care of sustainability. And I think it's just a much too big um, a task. So maybe that's why they don't really um, dare to fully embrace it. But um, let's, let's talk about your current role for a moment. So you're now in a much bigger group and you have many different types of activities and businesses. Uh, and some are in a sustainable area already they have a product that is environmentally friendly or they already contribute to, to sustainability. But how do you approach your role there as CSO with such a diverse company? Well, I'm going to have to be um, quite careful that I don't trample all over the company saying that, oh, we've got to be sustainable and, and uh, you know, let's stop doing this and stop doing that. <laughs> so I, I, I think the important thing is... Um, that we have, um, as I said before, a, a sustainable attitude in terms of how we approach our business. So whatever we do, we've got to ask ourselves that question, is what we're doing right now a sustainable uh, activity? You know, Can we do it with less resources? Can we do it with sort of less adverse uh, impact on, on anything or anyone that we're affecting? Let's ask that question all the time and see um, if there's anything that we can improve. And so that's number one. Number two, um, it's really important to track if you want to make any sort of impact um, on the business. It's very important to track, uh, you know, the, the 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 sort of changes that you've made or some sort of metrics that you you create, um, so that you can see the sort of improvement you can make over time. So these are more more sort of general attitudes, but there are certainly a lot of very concrete stuff that we can immediately uh, measure uh, and 
and improve on. Um, so, you know, using of uh, use of paper in the office, uh, use of electricity in the office, um, they're easily trackable because we've got bills coming in every month. Um, how do we make our impact smaller uh, in terms of, you know, using of resources and so on. So, like I said, many, you know, on the manufacturing side, it's probably easier because there's a lot more resources that are being used, but certainly in other parts of the business, we are not using some resources as well, and um, that's certainly something that we can look at. Um, you know, are we recycling? Are we reusing stuff? Are we, um, you know, disposing of batteries, for example, properly? So, um, so these are all the th they may be small, but they can add up. Don't forget, we are right now we're an organization of um, about a hundred, a hundred people. If everybody threw away a battery a month, that's quite a lot of batteries that's going to uh, potentially leak mercury uh, into the environment. So, you know, small things can add up, and I think. That's something that we need to really uh, pay attention on. So I, I'm happy to start small and then go bigger because I want whatever changes that are being made uh, to last and also for everyone to adopt the same attitude about sustainability um, and not just say, okay, well, this is something that someone else is doing. I, yeah. So uh, I think it's, it's important to do it right from the beginning. Yeah, so I hear you say it's actually first, the first thing has to be the mindset the right mindset and then you take all these small steps so people can really get used to it and understand that it is a very comprehensive um, uh, concept and then you do it step by step. So I think that takes a little bit of the pressure off. I also like the fact that you say everything has to be measurable. I think um, even if you look um, into the bigger picture that some um, companies are m measured by, for example, investors or by, you know, if they want to take a loan, banks are looking at the sustainability record of companies. So obviously you have to have something to prove that you're really doing it, um, but you don't have to put yourself under pressure. So do you have like a time frame that you've set yourself or is it just you take it as it comes? I'd like to set myself, or I, I think it'd be a good New Year resolution for me to have for next year. Um, but um, I'd certainly like to give myself um, next six months to set a baseline uh, for where we are at the moment. Um, and then from there, uh, measure some of the key metrics uh, that we could, uh, that we have in a company. And so start maybe a, a basic skeleton of a sustainability report that we can eventually share with our stakeholders and including um, perhaps our customers um, outside. So um, um, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of um, a target I'm setting for myself. I have um, just a slightly different topic here. Um, with the COVID-19 pandemic, we have seen um, pictures around not only on the internet, also in most media, that seemed to be like a reprieve for nature um, coming from the fact that just there was just less industrial activity, less traffic on the roads. And so that looked quite good. But at the same time, there is now a lot of concern that with the growing pressures, the economic and financial pressures, environmental concerns will just be put on the back burner again. How do you see this play out? I think... Yeah, thanks for bringing that up because that was uh, that was a good that was a good surprise for everybody. I think uh, to see that nature had 
the ability to bounce back so quickly the moment uh, we kind of stopped our you know human activities and it sort of gave everybody a bit of faith that well if if we could just change our behavior nature could reset and fix itself um, but that maybe that's a, a highly optimistic view of uh, giving ourselves an, an excuse uh, that hey you know if nature can bounce back so easily we have a bit more time you know maybe um, the world wouldn't end so soon after all <laughs> but um, I think it's important to remember that okay COVID is actually um, a reminder for us that um, that you know, life is, is quite fragile and um, if it's not COVID it could be something else life for hu- human beings or right? the human race and we need to we i think it's a chance for us to rethink how we really take care of ourselves not just our resources but um you know our world and ourselves in terms of how we treat each other how we treat our the people who work for us and you've seen in the news as well that a lot of the outbreaks have come from um, you know, over-congested uh, living areas uh, with uh, migrant workers and all that. So, and it's forcing governments and organizations and businesses to to relook at how they they house people, um, lots of people in a small area. And um, that is not something that, you know, that's something that a lot of businesses have been trying to avoid for a while. And, um, you know, it's not something that's easily talked about. But... I think this COVID situation has forced the conversation onto the table and everybody's got to look at that now seriously. And I think while there are some issues that are perhaps uh, easier to handle, saying, hey, you know what, if nature can bounce back so easily, let's uh, let's take, um, you know, nature reserves area uh, more seriously now, let's stop cutting them down. But there are also other issues that are more complicated, like how do we still you know, manufacture or, or produce things in a low-cost manner, you know, when, when we have to now provide um, a lot better facilities for workers and so on. And I think that's a much harder question, but it's a good time to, for businesses to ask themselves and say, how can we do things better? Yeah, I think you emphasize that there is actually some real positive outcomes of the pandemic for nature, for environment and for sustainability and also for companies that uh, want to do the right thing. I hope that we will not um, just get pressured too much into money comes first because everybody is so concerned that their economies are now down. So they might just loosen up regulations so that companies can freely manufacture. Uh, That's actually one big concern. I know also your chairman, Dato Vinochika, has uh, actually talked about in in an article. And I think that's um, where some industries, uh, particularly those that are considered polluting were actually asked to like not let all their not abandon all their good habits now so i i hope on that good note uh, that we will uh, that we will see more sustainability um before we conclude i mean can you perhaps just share like your top three tips of um how companies can really make a difference by becoming more sustainable maybe three things well okay thanks for that um putting me on the spot here but I think um, I think the important thing is um, that everyone can make a difference in terms of sustainability so I, I hate to use the word leadership because it sounds like such a big word that applies to you know US presidents and 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 whatnot but but 
um, if you think about the household, for example, um, everyone can play a role in being more sustainable, um, even just uh, cleaning your plastic containers before you put it in a bin. It makes it easier for uh, recyclers to to recycle the, the, the plastic, um, separating your waste. Um, these are small things that can be done and everybody can do something somewhere personally uh, to make a difference in being sustainable. Secondly is to get yourself educated. I think uh, sustainability is such a huge topic um, and it's very, very interesting, um, but also to, to sort of once you get yourself educated, it, you get into the frame of mind of how to uh, be more sustainable um, in all sorts of ways. Uh, so that you, we need more creative ideas uh, in sustainability. And thirdly, um, you mentioned just now that uh, a lot of businesses are looking at m money coming first. Uh, I think now the, the, the sort of idea is that money isn't everything and uh, there are certain things that money cannot buy so you know it's it's good to take note of that and say you know what are we doing here and is there something else that we can do is there something else that we can achieve that isn't financially measurable so um so i'll leave these uh, with you these three tips well, these are great tips. So basically, everybody has to be a leader in this and everybody can do something. I love that. And also, um, of course, we all need to learn more. And um, well, I leave it on that note. Then, I mean, that's very insightful. Thanks Thank you. for sharing and um, have a good day. You too. Goodbye. Bye. -bye.